0: And welcome to episode number 21 of the Building a Better Body podcast. Um, So, did you miss me last week? I'm hoping you are all playing catch up and didn't miss me too much. Uh, I decided to take a bit of a break. Not sure why, but I felt the urge to to break the cycle for a bit. So that was 20 episodes in a row. Um, But last week I started to think I needed to chill out a bit. You know, take some time off on my own and take my own advice to basically relax. I felt the need to be a little bit more creative as well like I used to be so I did some painting and some sketching on my iPad. I I miss being that way you know I, I always was creative and into my photography that was you know photography was a huge part of my life as well as dreaming up my next travel adventure always loved that sort of way of thinking. Um, So I guess I wanted to just get back into that zone again. Every now and again uh, in my life I I, have gone through the phase of thinking "Mm, there's a little bit of something missing, you know, never quite fully feeling content. And then it occurred to me if you sort of think about it, are we ever really 100% content? Um, Perhaps we aren't meant to be that way because if we are then what? We've kind of nothing else to strive for the journey isn't exciting anymore and we're we're just surviving in a bit of a, a world of beige you know so when we when we aren't content we're we're looking for challenges to excite us um, when, we, when we complete them, it's exciting and that's kind of what we all thrive off I guess. I think we must kind of start embracing the journey and acknowledge success as we move through life. It's a continuous wheel of fun and excitement if you want it to be I guess. Um, we need to appreciate other people's successes as well and, and tell them so. You know, when's the last time you told someone close to you that you were proud of them? Uh, you know it's so easy to get caught up in your own little world maybe not if maybe not if you have children hopefully you're giving them plenty of praise but yeah I I say share the love and praise today it's easy to do so and the person who hears it you know it could end up just making making their day and lifting their spirits for the day so that's my usual ramble uh, and why I wasn't here last week but I'm back ready to rock the podcast today so uh, in the news On the BBC site last week there was an article titled How Food Can Improve Your Mental Health. Now I've touched upon this topic before and how we can easily sort of underestimate the power of nutrition when it comes to mental health. But I love this story because of the really positive outcome of it. So Dr Rangan Chatterjee, who is the BBC's um, one doctor in the house, uh it's a show if you've seen i have not heard of it actually until i read this article but he tried to help 34 year old emma gleason who has been experiencing anxiety depression and panic attacks for many many years she was 19 when when it really all began Uh, And when she started struggling with mental health, following a severe episode of pneumonia, she ended up in intensive care and in a coma. When she woke up, she was petrified. She developed an extreme fear of death and this can precipitate her her panic attacks. So, quote, Emma has tried various medications and counselling therapies, but was still struggling and getting three to four panic attacks per day. One of the ways in which, and this is the doctor, helped her was by changing her food choices. Despite being sceptical at first, I was able to show Emma the hidden power of food in helping her mental state. Quote, I had been living on a diet of takeaways, fizzy drinks, and generally processed and convenience foods for as long as I can remember and didn't for one moment think that what I ate was contributing in any way to the anxiety and panic attacks I've been experiencing for years she said. Since meeting and spending time with the doctor he has changed my entire outlook on food and why certain foods were potentially having a negative impact on my mental health. I now only buy and cook with fresh food. I make my own stocks I eat plenty of fish and try to reduce the amount of sugar I consume. I feel so much better and intend on keeping this up. And now this leads on to a great quote. Unfortunately, this is not translated into routine patient care and most doctors still do not discuss food with their mental health patients this has to change. Great article from the BBC. I say well done. Um, of course doctors do the best job they can in ex- in an extremely fast paced environment. You know the way it is if you go to the doctor you've got a small slot to just talk about your problem and then it's conveyor belt time and on to the next patient. Um, but then the end of the day doctors aren't taught that much about nutrition and um, as long as you know that then you can move on in other ways. Um, they just... They just know exactly how to treat a symptom, but perhaps only temporarily. But unless we can get to the root cause, we will never get anywhere. So let's face it, sometimes we need medicine and that's, that's okay, that's great. However, I suggest you always try and do your own research. Second guess everything, especially if, it just, if the information you're getting just doesn't sit right with you. It's okay to have an opinion um, and it's okay to be strong and suggest alternatives. What's the worst that can happen? Now moving on, uh, Dr Ragan suggests some great tips that have, have helped Emma and may be helpful to you. Uh, I'll just go through them here quickly because I absolutely agree with them all. Number one, reduce sugar and processed foods. This will help manage your blood sugar and insulin levels and remove the hangry feeling and reduce the stress hormones. So hangry being hungry, angry, you know, if it's, you've had your breakfast two hours later and you're getting that kind of anxious, hangry feeling. Um, that's because you're a bit of a sugar burner so if you change up your breakfast for a start make it sort of be more protein and fat based you're not going to get that feeling and then once you get into that habit you're gonna control your insulin levels a lot better. Number two increase your omega-3 fats which are essential for optimal brain function so think salmon, mackerel and grass-fed meat. Number three eat more tryptophan containing foods such as pork, chicken, turkey, seeds and walnuts. Tryptophan is an amino acid and it is converted later on into serotonin and that's your feel-good neurotransmitter and will also help you sleep as well. My favourite, number four, feed your gut bugs. It is thought that having a healthy population of gut bugs can have a significant influence on your mood via the gut-brain axis. You know I've talked about this in past podcasts, a little bit on the last one actually. So, Feed your gut with bugs and feed those bugs that are in there as well. So sauerkraut and other fermented foods to populate your gut. And prebiotics such as leeks, onions, garlic, Jerusalem artichokes feed the, the, the bugs that are already in there, keeping them healthy. Incidentally, I tried Jerusalem artichokes last week. I, I thought, oh, where were we going to get these? But I found them in a local green grocers, actually. And they're They're lovely. Uh, I have some more in the fridge and I'm going to make them again. Sort of a mild flavour, a bit softer than potatoes, not as starchy. um, Maybe a bit more nutty in flavour, but give them a go. Uh, I think they're great and your gut will thank you for them. And then this article ends with the quote, You have the ability to improve the way you feel by controlling what you put on your plate. Love that. So simple. Yet so many of us have no idea the huge impact on our mental health food can have. So that's the. what's in the news today. Growing up in school, uh, no one ever called me anything close to an innovator. Uh, they called me different. They called me weird. They called me a couple other words I can't say on TV. So thankfully my mother taught me that being different was a good thing. That being different meant you could actually make a difference. If you're a young person like I used to be, and you're at home watching, and you're being called weird, you're being called different, or whatever the hell you're being called, I'm here tonight to tell you, your critics do not count. Their words will fade. You won't. Will you follow dogma, or will you be original? Will you choose a life of ease, or a life of service and adventure? Will you wilt under criticism? Or will you follow your convictions? Will you bluff it out when you're wrong? Or will you apologize? Will you guard your heart against rejection? Or will you act when you fall in love? I'm talking about not what your parents and teachers wanted you to be, but you. I'm talking about figuring out for yourselves what makes you happier no matter how crazy it may sound to the people. We have so many rules in life about everything. I said, break the rules, not the law, but break the rules. The agent also complained about my accent. He says, no one ever became a star with an accent like that, especially not with a German accent. And yes, I can imagine with your name, Arnold Schwarzen Schnitzel or whatever the name is on a billboard. Yeah, that's going to draw a lot of tickets and sell a lot of tickets. You're yeah, right. So this is the kind of negative attitude they had, but I didn't listen to those rules. And then when I did Terminator, I'll be back. Became most of, one of the most famous lines in the, uh, movie history, all because of my crazy accent. So, just wanted to lead you into the topic of the week with those little clips that I found. Um, and my topic of the week is be weird. <laughs> so now, there's a, there's a lot of sort of feel-good ramblings on the internet these days. So much so that um, they've lost their meaning, haven't they? You know, stuff comes up in your Facebook feed. All the time, you might look at it and think, "Blah blah, here we go again." It's just oversaturation. You know, you're reading the positive thoughts that just are meaningless. They don't. They're just, as I say, oversaturated. However, maybe one day, one speaks to you a little bit more than the others. Maybe one day you just needed to read something that aligned with how you were feeling on that specific day. Well, the clips that I just played struck a bit of a chord with me and not just because my favourite JT is on there. <laughs> um, I, I know all you people listening are probably of different ages, but hopefully this is generally the case. You know, remember remember when back in high school, all you wanted to do was fit in. You, you didn't want to stand out too much. Perhaps perhaps this was just me. Um, but, you know, if you think about it, there was the cool kids, there was the sporty kids, perhaps the smart kids and then kind of everyone else in between. I'm not really sure what category I slotted into. I wasn't cool, um, and I wasn't smart and I was kind of sporty I suppose. Um, I was was quiet but a little bit unsure of myself I guess, but I definitely had good friends, thank god. Uh, I guess I was just a kind of a bit of a under the radar kind of kid, nothing special. Well this is what I thought of myself anyway, who knows what everybody else thought. Um, but as I got a little bit older the old person would say to me you know Karen you're a bit different to the others and I never really understood what that meant uh, but they did assure me that it was a good thing so maybe today I'm starting to realise what that actually meant um, you know let me see today I'm absolutely trying to embrace the difference a little bit more I'm far from your conventional 37 year old Yep, I'm 37. Uh, I haven't have not gone the conventional route that society tends to set for us apart from buying a house and even that from time to time makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's just something about spending all your money on a house and sitting in your house and that's all you ever do is sit in your lovely house. Oh, just, it just makes me a little bit uptight. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not married, I don't have kids and I'm not striving for those things. Uh, if you do have those and that's what you want and if that's absolutely wonderful, at least you've realised what you want and went for it, no judgement from me. Um, same way I, I hope no one judges me for my choices. At the moment I have been feeling that there's a big shift due I have no plans to have children. I feel I want to fill my life with creativity, painting, much more travel. I want to explore and teach people all that I learn along the way. So I say, let's embrace our own little quirks. There is only one you. There will only ever be one you. So if you have a, a twitch or an urge to do something, you know, something that's really calling your name, even if it's out there don't silence it explore it be weird and be you so super short but I just wanted to kind of rein in the fact that you can be weird you can be different because you are going to be the one that stands out and makes a difference in somebody's life hopefully uh, later on it So thanks for listening guys that's episode 21 done and dusted. Uh, I would love to hear from you if you have been embracing embracing your weird (laughs) drop me a line at karen at goodcleanchow.com and if you want to support the show head on over to goodcleanchow.com forward slash support and please do leave me a review on iTunes I would love that. Until next time I'll speak to you soon. Bye! The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice. So please consult with your general practitioner before embarking on any new diet or exercise regime.